You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where we interview Callum McSwiggan. Welcome to Fucks Given. I'm Reed, And I'm Florence. And we are on a mission to revolutionise the sex space, break down barriers and give the lowdown on all things sexy. Every week, we will welcome a special guest to share with us their juicy details about their best fucks, worst fucks, or even the fucks that changed them. And we'll also hear your guys' sex questions and your worst sex stories. We're all about celebrating your sex. We're removing the stigma around the whole number bullshit. No matter how many people you've slept with, the number never matters because the fucks given are the fucks that made us. Hello. 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 Hi. Thanks for coming on. We've actually um, done this whole three-way before, haven't we? We have oh, done this whole yes. three-way before. But last time we had to tone it down a little bit. Just oh. a little bit for VidCon. For VidCon. It was so hard. <laughs> it was really hard. But I think we did a good job. We, I think we made yeah. it through. I think so. It was so hard to gauge because there was such a mixed group of ages there. Yeah. There were some yeah, quite young people. And then there was some kind of like older teenagers as well. So it was kind of yeah. hard to know where to... Where to, where to stick it? No, Jesus. Yeah, where to stick it? <laughs> Off to a good start. <laughs> well, there was those, there was the family and the children that like kind of got up and walked out halfway through. Like, oh shit, we shouldn't be here. It was it was when you said hairy nipples that 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 was what made them leave. Yeah, which is crazy because your children do need to hear that. Yeah, like, they they will get hairy nipples. I they just do. can't believe we did a whole fucks given episode without swearing. Oh, that was I. So did hard. we not swear? Did we actually not swear once? No, I'm I think I, I think I went at one point okay because I, I remember at some point we were like penis can we can we can say, we say penis? penis penis yeah of course we said, we said anal a few times I yes think. yeah we did so yeah good job good job team <laughs> yeah Amazing. wonderful so could you introduce a little bit about yourself and who you are yes uh my name is Callum McSwiggan and I am an LGBT plus content creator I put myself all over the internet talking about LGBT issues sex education and fun stuff too you know it doesn't always have to be serious so I have a YouTube channel I do Instagram I present a radio show called the Callum McSwiggan show very narcissistic oh, I love it <laughs> how long have you been doing that for uh coming up to like two years now oh and amazing it, and it, yeah and I love doing it and yeah I'd love to have you guys on sometimes yes, oh baby is it to. is it live it's live, yeah. Okay, maybe we it... shouldn't go on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's completely uncensored, so you can say whatever you like. Oh, and there is a big red button you can press because there's like a five second delay when it's live. So if oh. you did say something absolutely diabolical, you can hit the red button. Nobody has ever pressed it. And really? I think <laughs> read. read. Oh. <laughs> that red button's going to be my new best friend. That's actually really clever though. Like, Whoop. Yeah. What do you think about the stigma surrounding the number and how many people you slept with? I I don't know why people put so much emphasis on it. You know, I think sometimes it's like it's some people see it as this celebratory thing, which tends to be when it's men. When it's men, it's like the more people you've had sex with, the better. Yay. When it's <laughs> women, there seems to be this added stigma around it. And it's like if you've had sex with more people, suddenly you're considered like less worthy or like you're mm -hmm. slut shamed. And like mm -hmm. it's such a Dirty. unfair I was going to say dichotomy. I don't think that's the right word. <laughs> no, but it sounds intelligent. I just intelligent. use big words that don't Roll make sense it. sometimes. I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> it's an unfair dichotomy. 
That's the last so time. I was like, what is, what? <laughs> I bet everyone's like looking up on Google. And like, they're they're like, this isn't this I don't even right, know Kelly. what that means. No, <laughs> it sounds so good though. Such a good word. Uh, you, you are right. It, we, I mean, it's, we, it's like a running theme in this podcast when we ask mm-hmm. about that. It's a completely different situation for men and women. And mm. it shouldn't be, but hopefully... It won't mm. be in the future. Yeah, I do feel, especially with podcasts like this and everything that people talk on YouTube now, like the subject is becoming less taboo. Mm-hmm. And I think it is becoming okay to sleep around a little bit. Oh, hell yeah. Hopefully. The, th- the thing about it is, though, I think when we talk about like numbers of the amount of people we've slept with, mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's 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 seen as very almost like emotionless but mm. like i actually have a list i've actually made a list of every have person you? that i slept with wow. i did it like about two years ago so i had to think back and it was hard like remembering yeah. all these people but i yeah. think i got everyone like <laughs> oh god forbid i've left someone off the list <laughs> i hope i haven't poor soul do you divulge your number i can and you will be i'm hoping you'll be really happy to hear <laughs> that my number as it stands right now is genuinely 69 Ooh, that's, oh, that's, sorry, I got too excited. Which is, that's ridiculous. So um, but yeah, you're but, not allowed to sleep with anyone. No, ever that's again it now. now. That's it now. 69. I can revisit the 69. But <laughs> no, nobody knew. We're, we're done. We're done. Would you revisit some people in that 69? Oh, absolutely. And I, and I am still visit, revisiting some of yes. the people in that list. You know, nice. like it's it's like a little black book. You know, yeah. some people I don't want to ever revisit. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the thing I was going to say about it though is that like. I really like that list and I actually am a little bit sentimental about that list because it's like it's 69 memories essentially yeah and like whether they're happy or sad positive negative whether they're you know whether it was a sexual encounter that was from love Mm -hmm. or whether it was just like a a cheeky one night stand either way each one of those names on that list comes with a story and Mm -hmm. I just for whatever reason I think stories around sex just tend to be more interesting mm-hmm. at the end of the day you're sharing something with another person that you don't share with that many people yeah so i actually like looking through my list and i'm like oh yeah remember that time in, in that <laughs> yeah. nightclub bathroom that was that was, that was fun you know fuck number one the last fuck my last fuck i i mean he's number 69 i well 68 and 69 were at the same time <gasps> oh <laughs> and there was also another person there but they were also already on the list i see so there, there, Ooh, there were three orgy. people but like i'm not really i count it you mm-hmm. know but I'm, I'm not technically sure if it would count um basically it was like the it was supposed to be just a curry night at my friend's house <laughs> and, and it escalated i genuinely thought i was going over to have a nice glass of wine and a curry with three of my homosexual friends and, yeah. and nothing untoward was supposed to happen or planned to happen. Just supposed to be curry. That was all, which isn't the sexiest food either. Oh no, no. really? No, it's not what you think of Oof, before no. a, for a date or a fuck. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, I think it might, I think it might've been my fault. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking full How responsibility. How did you initiate it? Because I brought, I got, I got gifted this really, really fancy bottle of gin, mm. but it was mm. really strong. Ooh. And I thought, oh, this will be lovely to bring with the dinner. And you know, we can, after, after dinner, we can all have a drink. That'll be lovely. Yeah. But obviously we didn't just have one drink. 
we had many a drink. It was probably nice gin as well, wasn't it? It was really oh. nice gin. So it was it was going down the hatch. And <laughs> when when Callum drinks, Callum likes to take his clothes off. And, and because, you know, I was with three of my gay friends in my friend's house, it's like, oh, I'm going to take my top off. And they're like, yeah, sure. This wasn't in a restaurant. This yeah. was in somebody's... <laughs> this wasn't like, in a restaurant. Naked yeah. Callum in, in an Indian restaurant eating curry. Yeah, we were on, we were on Brick Lane and I just, just started undressing. And they, they didn't like that for some reason. They said we had to leave. I can't oh. imagine why. <laughs> can't imagine why. <laughs> That's incredible. So yeah. what happened next? Uh, and then it kind of just like escalate again. It was, it's always me initiating. I'm, I'm, I'm a very, I'm a frisky devil. Um, <laughs> so once I no longer had any clothes on, which it was a while. I was like fully naked for about 45 minutes before I could like even get anyone else's t-shirt. Really? Yeah. Oh. Which I, which I, it was just fun. And like we were oh. genuinely just like kind of like chatting and hanging out and getting and you were drunk. Just there nude. And I was just there nude. That is incredible. That is some serious confidence. And that's incredible that you feel comfortable just chilling nude. Like yeah. more people should be like that I, lo- I love being naked mm. i would live my entire mm. life naked like oh, when yeah. i get home into my own house like i do have a housemate but like if he's not there yeah, i will literally walk in the door and the first thing i'll do is strip down fully naked and i really? will stay naked I, I will cook naked are I you will... a nudist at heart I, I think i might be you must be i think i might be like i just i just don't like wearing clothes like the fact that people wear pajamas is unfathomable <laughs> to me <laughs> I cannot comprehend sleeping anything but naked. Just, yeah, goes over my head. I was going to say, I think it depends on the weather. You've chosen the shittest country to be in (laughs) for nudity. Yeah. what, like eight months a year whenever whenever i'm like looking <laughs> at like a new holiday destination one of the first things i do is always look up to see if they have a nude beach and preferably Ooh. a gay nude beach yes that, that's just where i want to be all yeah. the time yeah i've heard some incredible Sounds stories nice. about barcelona nude beaches i've not been to a nude beach on barcelona i need oh. to get over there well, i'll have to get you the details because okay. it's in like a secluded area and then there's also the forest oh. in the back where people go and oh. and go cruising oh it sounded like paradise that sounds great yeah yeah. First flight to Barcelona. Here I come. <laughs> Already I booked. That. He's on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> that's, in, that's so good. So what happened next? Uh, and then it just kind of, I, I then started like, you know, stealing, not stealing it with consent, that getting their clothes off as well. So I'd get a t-shirt, I'd get a shoe, I'd get a sock. And uh, until eventually I managed to strip the three of them as, as well until we were all naked. And then they were all just kind of like sat on the sofa. And I think I was making drinks and I was like, they're all just sat there. And I was like, why, why aren't we having sex? Yeah. So I like exactly. went and like moved the dining room table out the way. And then yeah. I essentially became the dining room table. Um, <laughs> oh, this sounds so hot. <laughs> but oh then it was just like a little bit of like playful falling around. Um, there was no like, nobody ejaculated, nobody orgasmed. And then two of the friends had to go. And then the person who owns the house, we then went and had sex one-on-one. Ooh, oh, nice. how, how was that? Well, I mean, how was the transition from the playful fooling around orgy scenario to having sex? It's fun. I actually think, I, I've said this a lot before, that I much prefer one-on-one sex. Like everyone talk, always talks about like threesomes, foursomes being like these amazing experiences. And I do think they're fun, but for me, they're fun and not 
sexy if that yeah. makes sense like it's it's great to be with a group of people and you're kind of like because yeah. it's like a laugh it's like yeah. hanging out with your friends but naked yeah. but i just i really struggle to get that kind of like intimacy intimacy mm. with more than one person and i feel like if it's a threesome situation no matter what position you do you can try a million different positions i just find it's always two people having sex and one on the side yeah no matter what you do it always yeah. feels like one person is separated and there's always an element of performance as well yeah because you're you're looking good for mm. two people you can't just like lose yourself necessarily i mean you can it ha- i've done mm. it before but yeah often or not i mean it's i find it so hard to come in a situation when there's more than one person because mm-hmm. there's a lot there's a lot going on there's a lot it's hard to focus yeah it's hard to focus fuck two the first fuck so like i i kind of have like two first times because mm. i have the fir- my first ever sexual experience which i think i count as my like real first time mm. but like there was no penetration involved in that experience and i think a lot of people attribute like virginity loss your first time to being penetration so yeah. i kind of have like two stories here i don't know which one you want me to go with or go with both i don't know but both 100 yeah. percent. i mean that's what schools tell you it's like sure. that's what sex is <laughs> penetration it's like nah not anymore not mate. anymore yeah i think it's good to hear the non-penetration story mm-hmm. as well so my my first sexual experience was this the first gay guy i ever met actually um and he ended up being my long-term boyfriend we actually ended up living together oh. we were engaged even Whoa. we were together for six years total <gasps> so up until this point we'd never you know i just met him we'd never done anything but i had a massive crush on him first gay person i'd ever met in my entire life as well which i think that's some good odds it, i i think it actually contributed to the crush i think yeah. i had such an enormous crush on him because he was the first gay person i ever met you know mm. um and it's a common misconception as well because you see gay people at school and you think well you're gay and you're gay so you must fancy each other yeah like, you have to go exactly. together and like, it can happen and it can be beautiful but it doesn't always it have can to also happen. go the complete opposite, opposite way. Yeah, yeah hate each other <laughs> <laughs> uh so we we went i went on a date with this guy and for whatever reason he didn't want he didn't want to go on another date with me it didn't didn't really work out but we did continue so we never had sex or anything like that uh but we continued being friends and he invited me over to his house one evening and his ex-boyfriend was also staying over at his oh, house oh that's interesting so i kind of ended up in this situation where i'd never had a sexual experience in my life yeah and suddenly i'm here with this beautiful guy who i have this enormous crush on and his ex-boyfriend who is also really attractive <laughs> And I was like, I, don't, I, I, I genuinely didn't know how to navigate this situation because I, I did want to have sex with both of them, but also that wasn't necessarily on the table. Nobody yeah. had ever. Nobody how old do you as well? Because that's not like something. Um, yeah, it's not something that I would have even thought possible when I was a teenager, like mm. having sex with two people at the same time. Yeah, I was sixteen and just turned sixteen oh, as wow. well. Um, yeah, I, mean, I don't even remember like how it happened. I just remember the three of us kind of lying on the bed, and it kind of started turning quite cuddly and then one thing led to another and we were taking off each other's clothes um and then before we knew it we were all fooling around it was just like hand jobs blow jobs that kind of thing there was no penetration um but yeah it really stuck with me and i remember <laughs> as well messaging one of the guys i remember this really vividly messaging um one of the guy the boyfriend actually the ex-boyfriend actually mm-hmm. yeah um messaging him afterwards and being like 
Penis didn't taste like I thought it would. <laughs> That's such a good question to send as well. What did you think it would taste like? I thought it would. <laughs> I, I thought it would be more flavoursome. Are, are you talking about penis or are you talking about cum? Penis. Penis. Yeah, the penis itself. Like mm-hmm. because, like, yeah, I feel like penis can have a bit of a flavour, but really, yeah. for the most part, it kind of mostly just tastes like skin yeah it's like licking a yeah. knee if it's it's I mean, like licking a knee yeah exactly it's like, if it's clean it, i guess it can be the same with yeah with women as well i mean obviously if there's juices going there is a bit of yeah. a flavor it's like a salt and shake yeah. tell me tell me your um your your other virginity experience so the other time i lost my virginity was like the the, the like anal sex for the first time which i think for a lot of gay guys is that you know it's the it's the big thing the it's pinnacle. the big th- you know that everyone's kind of building up to mm-hmm. um but the reason i like this story is because when it comes to sex and anal sex in particular there are so many conversations about how much it hurts and how much it's going to be agony. And I hate that. I really, really hate that because yeah. my first time having anal sex was not painful at all. I have had painful anal sex. Yeah. I have. But my first time was it didn't hurt even one tiny bit. And that is because we, it was me and a boyfriend, a long-term boyfriend. And we'd gone away and we were staying in this like little wooden lodge by a lake. Oh, so nice. It was so romantic romantic. and so lovely. And we took a bath together, which I think kind of helped like loose a warm bath, helped like loosen things up and relaxed. And then we like had this big, lovely bed with like big fluffy blankets and pillows. And I was just like super comfortable and relaxed and like, it, from like start to finish, it must have been like three hours or something, you know, the the build up wow. to it. So when we finally started having sex, it was just it it didn't it didn't hurt. There was no Slid pain. In. It just kind of yeah, like but I was in. ready for it. It was like it was give ready. it to me. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> did you did you use lube? We did. We did use lube. Um, lots of lube, always helpful. Um, but yeah, it was a great <laughs> it was a great experience. And I think honestly, I think the reason that sex anal sex or otherwise hurts mm. is, be- is because of the tension because of the stress yeah if you, yeah if you panic and mm-hmm. and people do panic because everyone tells them it's gonna hurt mm-hmm. yeah like, the reason scared it hurts of it. Is, yeah exactly mm-hmm. absolutely especially if you don't want it and you're kind of like it's going that way anyway i my anal experiences haven't been pleasant mm. but i feel because i haven't had it in so long and i want it my my arsehole's ready. It's like gaping for yeah, it, winking yeah. for it. Exactly, <laughs> winking. For it. Oh my it's god! It's a real anal term. Winking. Yeah, when you like wink it, you close it, and you open it, and you look into like the gaping bum hole. You watch anal <laughs> porn, guys. Like you'd know the the wink. Yeah, the I'm wink. Familiar. The bum hole wink. Can you let us know what your top anal tips would be? Yes. Yeah, so obviously the the the, the the obvious ones, relax and lubrication. But the one that a lot of people don't know about is that. It's really like counterintuitive, but like tightening your sphincter before you're about to receive anal sex causes it to relax. So if you kind of do these exercises where you you clench as hard Mm -hmm. as you can, and then when you release, it will almost like open up around the penis and allow it to enter. And you can do that multiple times and it, it almost like stretches it and causes it to like open up it, mm. and, and, it, and it works so well, but it seems if, if you're trying to get something inside, 
clenching seems like the last thing yeah that's, that you would ever i'm doing it do. right now it feels good. <laughs> it's almost like it's almost like your kegels but for your bum yeah hole. no it's exactly that <laughs> I've, I've also heard as well pushing helps so almost a yeah. bit like you're pushing to go for a poo because then that's re- relaxing the sphincter because as the well. sphincter doesn't oh. the sphincter doesn't open inwards mm-hmm. so the only way to get it to then open up is, is to push like oh. you're trying to go to the bathroom it's the only way to open up that passageway but it, again it feels like the last thing you want to do yeah. when you're yeah. trying to get something inside you is to try yeah. and push it out but yeah. it but it works see science we don't need a no yeah, doctor fuck the doctor fuck the fuck doctor the doctor we got dr keller McSweet. <laughs> <laughs> doctor of anal love <laughs> which is ironic because i've not had anal sex in six years oh what oh sorry tangent That's we haven't got time for tangent shit man <laughs> twisting the plot why I, I i don't like anal sex um i i had anal sex for seven years and then was like hang on a minute i don't like this like oh. I, I was just doing it because everyone told me i had to like oh. people think gay guys anal no i don't i don't like it i like to do the other stuff oh amazing thank that's, you that's really good to hear i think Inspiring. i feel like a lot of people have expectations and it's good to bust them there's so many gay men who because I've, I've made videos and talked about this so publicly online mm. so many gay men have like literally been on like borderline tears when they've heard me say it really? because they're like oh my god i feel that way too and i didn't know i was allowed <gasps> you know oh. i thought i had to have anal sex and you don't it's oh. called being a side by the way um, so top bottom mm-hmm. side um that's so that's thing. lovely. You're, yeah. you're helping people. <laughs> I love it. This is what the sex community yeah. is supposed to be like. Is everyone helping each other? None of like no competition. Yeah. Just just giving knowledge and and love and, and joy. Yeah. Thank you for introducing that to yeah. us and our listeners. Of course. Thank you. Fuck three. The best fuck. My best. Well, the thing is, I don't think I can define any single one as the best because they're all good in different ways. But there is one that springs to mind and it's probably because it's fairly recent as well. Yeah. Um, so this was last summer. Um, okay, summer loving. And I was at a music festival mm-hmm. um, and I had a very, very small tent. Um, and like it a was one like, man tent? It was one of those one man tents oh. that c- couldn't even fit like one person in. Like no, I couldn't even, so fit, I couldn't small. even fit in there. No. It was so small. It was ridiculous. Um, and I ended up taking drugs at this festival. Um, which make me very, and I'm sure it's the same for most people, make me very, very touchy and kind of amplify all those kind of feelings that you get around you know like being attracted to somebody and yeah. having sex and so i ended up bringing this guy back to my tent Your one Your man my tent. one man tent <laughs> my tiny little one man tent it was a struggle um and because it was quite late at night at that person it was uh, at that point it was so cold as oh, well so, so we're kind cold. of in this kind of in this situation we're in this tiny little one man tent and there's just the two of us like fully crammed in there like our feet are literally sticking out oh the bottom we can't God. we can't zip we can't zip it shut oh. so we're like kind of like having sex but we're we've both taken drugs so we're both very like kind of like all just like rubbing each other and just like no inhibitions <laughs> yeah just like i'm just gonna rub your face now <laughs> just touch it. i'm just gonna put my hand all over your face and i'm not worried that you think i'm a weirdo i just want to do it and your face feels fucking great and you're taking it and accepting <laughs> yeah. it and loving it too <laughs> yeah so that it was and there was just so much about it like and it wasn't just the fact that i had taken drugs and that was giving me this extra kind of euphoria it was just the, the 
the situation itself, yeah. it was just so good and so enjoyable. And I think we were there for like literal hours. Wow. Just kind of like rolling around and touching each other and just like playing with each other. And it was just, it's, I just loved the, the whole experience. That's um, incredible. And then when we woke up in the morning, it was like everything had completely flipped now. Because now instead of it being really cold, it was really, really oh, hot. Stop. Because the sun had been shining on the tent all morning. So now instead of being in an ice box, we were now like in a sauna. Oh, and instead of being high, we were now completely sober. So we had these two completely different sexual experiences. Oh, you had another one in the morning. In the tent? Yeah. Boiling hot? Boiling hot. Oh, I wow. thought it would be the opposite way around. Like, don't touch me. I need to get out of the tent like cool <laughs> yeah. out. But no. no we, yeah, so we had sex in the morning as well. And just the wow. two completely different experiences yeah. with the same person in the space of such a short time with everything else it was it was just so good yeah. i absolutely loved it and i would love to have more experiences like that like you know the the drugs doesn't have to be necessary the one man tent doesn't have to be necessary <laughs> but like just you know that level of, of experience yeah that's incredible like like how to fuck in 24 hours yeah <laughs> is that the strangest location you've ever fucked in oh absolutely not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us some weird ideas. no way uh, i mean this one i'm almost like ashamed to admit because no 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 it's like it's not it's, it's it's not even like a funny ashamed it's like a genuinely ashamed because of how ignorant and naive and stupid i was mm. um i had sex in a hammam in morocco oh, where wow. it is illegal <gasps> to be gay oh my goodness and i'm not even sure that i knew it was illegal to be gay then oh, um fuck. but this was me and my ex-boyfriend mm -hmm. and it was also a situation where anyone could have walked in <gasps> at any time you could have been fucked and i'm like Whoa. i'm angry at my past oh. self and i'm ashamed to admit it because i would hate for anyone to copy that like that's that wasn't cool that wasn't fun that wasn't like a oh my god we might get caught it's like no no, no. if you get caught you go to prison yeah. like this isn't a fun silly or maybe worse or worse i i i'm not sure i don't think they have death sentence in morocco i mean for i don't sex. think they sentence you it but who knows what happens but who, who knows yeah. What, yeah you could you know you Any, could have somebody react anything. badly mm -hmm. etc um god. so yeah not to lower the t not lower the t not to darken the tone but yeah, that was wild. I also had like sex in a field full of cows once. Oh, so, wow. you know. Did they come over and check you out? They were just kind of like Ooh. milling around us. And it was a bit awkward, to be honest. It didn't, it didn't smell great. <laughs> oh no, I can't imagine fucking <laughs> next to a cow pack. Yeah, was, it wasn't pleasant, but you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. Fuck number four. The worst fuck. Again, like the, the same thing I said about the best fuck. I feel mm -hmm. like it's hard to like yeah. identify just one. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but there was one specific thing that sprang to mind. And this was one time I was giving a blowjob. But you know the position where you kind of lie flat on the bed with your head kind of hanging off the edge of the bed? <gasps> yes, like yeah. the deep throat position. The deep throat yeah. position, yeah. So the guy was then standing up and essentially yeah. like skull fucking me <laughs> um and that position really helps for like deep throat and i yeah. have like i'm quite good with my i have a gag reflex but i'm quite 
good with it and it it isn't usually a problem mm-hmm. um but he was particularly well endowed <laughs> and at one point i was like it wasn't that i couldn't breathe that wasn't really the issue it was that i could i, I was literally like retching yeah. on him and i think that might have actually like felt nice because it was like oh, almost yeah. like encouraging him to yeah. carry on i'm not sure he realized it, what was going on it's a fetish as well like retching and gagging on cock yeah because it, it tightens it yeah tightens i think around. it was the tightening yeah. and it was like almost like spurring him on mm-hmm. and at that point i like kind of like put my hands up to like almost like try and push him away but he was so like it wasn't deliberate yeah but he was so kind of in the moment i don't think he even realized i was trying to get him off so he just like continued yeah until i literally just like vomited (gasps) all over his dick and no. upside down as well. Did upside you down, like it was like it, it was all over my own face. It was all over him. It was all over the bed. Like it was, it was not a pleasant situation. Wow. Oh my god! Oh, what did what did he do? To his testament, he I don't. If it did bother him, he hid it very, very well. Oh, he like amazing. literally just like immediately laughed it off. Like we both went up to the bathroom and like he just like kind of yeah. cleaned off and like he didn't even act like it was a thing that's like, exactly he what you want it is exactly yeah. what you want he acted like nothing at all had happened but like yeah. also acknowledging the situation not pretending it didn't yeah, happen yeah, but just yeah, being yeah. like oh lol anyway <laughs> should we carry on I feel like <laughs> if you are that. fucking someone like that though you kind of have you to run the risk mm-hmm. you run happen. the risk yeah absolutely I, yeah. I definitely knew a guy who was into fucking a face so hard that they threw up that was like a, a whole fetish in itself very extreme and I, I think you need trust and safety when you do something like that you need like a tapping system because you can't really like say anything or wink with your eyes how did you how did you feel about vomiting uh i i think because he was so cool and chill about it Mm. i i i also instantly was like i was i was a little bit embarrassed but like i think for the most part i was also kind of chill about it because he was being but i think if he had reacted negatively i think that could have like really messed me up yeah so it really it really does make a difference how you react to that kind of situation and it's funny i described this as the worst you know sex <laughs> yeah. because actually you were like ah, it's all it, right, it, it, it was fine you know and i think the thing is to be honest the worst sex is just the really unav- i don't have a story to tell you about the worst sex <laughs> the i've had because it's just uneventful <laughs> boring just like oh mm. god like can't wait to get out of here you know that's the worst <laughs> sex i don't have a funny story yeah, for that yeah, you know yeah. to be to be honest like that guy is super good that he was communicating mm. with you absolutely like, like that is pretty good that's good sex. That's it's great. For any yeah. any situation, anything yeah. that weird that happens that you don't want to happen during sex, yeah. talk about it, have a laugh, yeah. have a you know like move on and then make it better. Because you're right, it could have fucked you up. He could have been yeah. really nasty about it. Yeah. Fuck number five. The fuck that made me. Okay, so like this, uh, again, like this isn't the most eventful thing in the world, but I think it really changed my outlook and like the way I look at sex and think about sex. So Mm -hmm. this was a time when I was particularly, I'd been going through a dry spell and I was particularly horny and I wanted to have sex with somebody. And there was this guy who was a friend and I'd been chatting to him for a while, but I was never like particularly like, oh, I really want to hook up with him. But I was like, yeah, I, you know, I guess we, we could hook up. I guess yeah. that would be all right. I guess that would be fun. So he came over to my place and we just had this very lovely, respectful one night stand yeah. where I literally, it sounds really boring, but it did change my life. <laughs> I literally just like undid his jeans, took out his dick and sucked him off. 
and that was it i stayed fully clothed the entire time yeah and then like when he finished it was he then like was like okay see you later bye nice oh, wow. you know, nice to see you That's and i think brief. a lot of people when they hear that story they go oh a bit selfish yeah, of him yeah <laughs> yeah that's um, my immediate reaction you didn't get off at all and i was like actually i didn't want to or yeah, at least i yeah. didn't need to well, like you, you did but on giving him pleasure yes and i think that was really it really made me realize that mm. actually like it doesn't have to, it can be about me mm-hmm. without it having to be about my yeah. orgasm and like me just like sucking off this guy I, I i loved it and i almost loved that i was like fully clothed and like almost wasn't participating in that way yeah and also that i kind of like written this guy off before is like oh no i don't really want to hook up with him mm-hmm. and then it was great like it was <laughs> amazing and i loved that experience and i think it just completely changed the way i think about it and i think from then onwards the way i've approached sex has been very different oh. and it's not like this again it's like that performative thing it's like mm-hmm. i no longer have to like come if i don't want to come you yeah. know yeah and, and that's really like amazing for a guy to say that as well because for many men that's what they've been taught not necessarily in sex, just in sex education, but in porn as well. It's the be all and end all of it. Yeah, it's like see, always seen as the objective. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not saying I don't like, like sometimes I, I do want to, a lot of the time I want to. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's great, it feels amazing. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I love it, yeah, most of the time. <laughs> but like not always. And mm. like some of the best sex I've had, I think that was the first time I had like really good sex where I hadn't come because I'd just been like cool with it. Yeah. And I think after that, like some of the best sex I've had, I haven't come or like my like penis hasn't even been touched. Yeah. yeah. But like people could learn something from this. I think that's because... why we're here, is it not? Yeah. <laughs> Hope, hopefully. <laughs> Have you learned something, guys? <laughs> it's been a whole waste of your time. You can go down on people and enjoy it without them having to do it as well. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and I love it. I mean, the, yeah. the, the dining room table anecdote proved that. Yeah. What's that? Oh, you've already forgotten. What? It was me, move, me moving the dining oh, room table out of the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if you had said becoming the dining room table, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would have been, uh, yeah, that, I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking, I've got so many beautiful images in my head right now. Hey, <laughs> go home, watch some fucking gay porn. Oh, damn. For fuck's sake. So this week's question from our listeners is, I'm in a group of friends, three girls and one boy. I have a crush on my best friend and the best friend I have a crush on has a crush on the boy in our group. So like my two best friends know that I have a crush on her and I am the only one in the group that knows she has a crush on our boy best friend. That sounds so confusing. I I think that that is the worst situation to be Mm. in because you're she's just gonna hear all these things about the person she likes having a crush on somebody else yeah. right yeah yeah like, oh he's so pretty so, so perfect why won't he love me mm. and then you're sat there thinking no why won't you love me yeah yeah and this yeah. is this happens a lot Super at school as well because you always have a group of friends and everyone always fancies each other as well incestuous yeah and it's also tricky because her friend identifies as straight yeah that's yeah. So real like, hard what, what does she do there like is it fair for her then to tell her friend that she has a crush on her i think i, I think it is fair for her to, to to say how she feels i think that's yeah. absolutely fair but i think what where the fairness comes in is about the expectation yeah you know i don't think it's fair for her to then put any expectation on that friend to obviously not reciprocate if she identifies as straight but also like the way she reacts she has the right to react to that in whatever way 
she wants and I would like to think that she would be supportive and be like, well, okay, how do we work through this together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How would you take it if your best friend suddenly told you that they had a crush on you for like a really long time? I, I mean, mean, you might be like, well, I've got a crush on you too. But yeah. I, I think because you know, your best friends, I think it can become complicated. I mean, this this person has two options. It's literally to come clean or ignore it and don't say anything and keep being best but friends. it's a torturous situation. It very torturous. torturous. Because she's just going to always hear about this guy. Yeah, and you'll end up bursting. If you don't say anything, it ends up coming out eventually. At the worst time as well. Yeah, when you're drunk or you actually, yeah. you, you know, you slip it out or something and then you feel embarrassed or guilty or... Um, I mean, the best thing to do is probably just say something and say like, I, I, yeah, you're right. You're you're allowed to react whatever way. And it might be negative because she might be uh, upset or confused yeah. and not understand. Um, and then at least if it's out in the open, you can move past it. You can digest yeah. the information. And sometimes it just takes a little yeah. bit of time. And you don't want it to be like that thing where you've just never asked never told the questions so you've always wondering yeah, inside you your head know. what would happen yeah, if you exactly. had said it and also you're both your best friends and you're probably going to get through this together yeah if you if you it's a, if it's a true best friendship yeah. it's an easy thing to get over yeah. like it would just be like oh that's funny that's silly yeah like, let, let's move on i guess it could make their friendship a little bit weird for a while yeah it could do. but i think that would only be until they then move on in some sort of way mm-hmm. if yeah. they don't get together. But they, it should be a together thing. They should be. It should be something that they work through together. Yeah, is the is the answer is the solution. I mean, yeah, it sounds definitely. like uh, as you know, this other person fancies somebody else. Expect that it's not gonna be as wonderful as you want it to be. It's yeah. not gonna go the way yeah. that you want it. You, you know, it's gonna be a oh, that's crazy yeah. or that's weird or i don't know how to feel about that and... i think you would know that as well wouldn't mm. you in that situation it's kind of obvious yeah or just don't say anything and find someone else to fancy or have a crush on yeah and and move away because as soon as you start fancying somebody else as soon as you start crushing on someone else yeah. falling in love with somebody else those other feelings tend to dissipate, dissipate. they yeah. really do actually especially when you are young i don't know how old this girl is but if you are young, those crushes can seem so big. Yeah, like until everything. They're not, until they're not, until there's something else to focus yeah. on. And then you're like, oh, I can't, I can't mm. believe I actually felt like that. I think that way about all of my past. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, really? Really? Yeah. You, were, you were crying for four weeks about that? Oh, same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just like, you weren't in love, you stupid hoe. Like, you were just in lust. Fucking hell. Come on, Florence, give us one of our listeners' sex stories. This week's is, I gave a blowjob to a famous musician oh. on a train in Nara whilst his band were on tour oh, in shit. Japan. Oh, shit. I was living out there, studying, went to their show as a big fan and ended up on the whole tour. During the blowjob... Oh, like a was... full groupie story. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the blowjob... There were about three other people on the train. Fortunately, the seats were high, so I could bend down and be quite hidden. At his (laughs) climax, the train was rushing over a huge bridge overlooking a river, quite possibly the most beautiful scenery to admire while sucking a dick. (laughs) And and yes, I swallowed. (gasps) It sounds magical. That sounds amazing. I'm jealous. Like something on fucking Harry Potter. (laughs) There was a little addition as well that said, he returned the favour... 
another night at the bar literally sat at the bar we were crazy oh my that sounds amazing that sounds so good that sounds so sexy i mean and it's actually really nice they return the favor as well and they were both equally as into the whole public thing and they didn't get fucking scorned or told off by a training inspector you know yeah i thought that's where it was gonna go it's like no it's just a happy story about a beautiful view and a dick in the mouth i I love it well i'm trying to understand cinematic blowjob i've ever imagined (laughs) i'm trying to understand like the positioning how could she see the view is why i'm confused maybe he's got a massive dick and she was like all the way up here like looking out the window well (laughs) didn't need to kneel down (laughs) (laughs) she said the seats were quite high up so what kind of a train i mean i guess if this did you say it was in japan yeah don't know what the trains are like maybe the 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 windows are quite low or maybe it was a sleeper train yeah oh maybe. i love a sleeper train maybe yeah. though my foot always goes out the window and then i panic what if, if you like go on no, a sleeper train in the beds one. and then like you have the window open and i like keep waking up with like my feet dangling oh my out god the, it's, it's what? that's so terrifying. scary that terrifying yeah. you can literally you? i'm very you tall you can rip a limb off <laughs> yeah that is that is scary i've got long tall legs yeah. that's my problem yeah i can see you now you're crouching by the mic <laughs> <laughs> oh shit i've grown oh, that's crazy um i I I had sex with a, a gay celebrity once. Mm-hmm. Did you? And then the next day, Yon followed me on Twitter. <gasps> oh! <laughs> oh! I thought we had a great time. Oh my And then like God. after we had sex as well, I was like, shall I go? He's like, no, just hang out here for a bit. So I like hung really? out in his hotel room for a while. And yeah. then like, he was like, oh, you know, he's like, I'll text you next time I'm in town. I was like, okay, cool. And then next day, boom, unfollowed. I was like, how do I unsuck your dick? What the? Oh my unsuck God. <laughs> <laughs> so sadly, it is time for us to fuck off. Oh, no. so I know. It's this been so much so fun. Good. <laughs> Could talk about sex with you all day. I yeah. don't want to go. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> on. Thanks for having Where me. Where can our listeners find you? All over the internet. I'm like a venereal disease that you can't get rid of. <laughs> um, I'm Callum McSwigan. Good luck spelling that. It's one L in Callum. Just good luck. I'm not going to spell it for you. Do, do your best. Do your best. Can you talk into Google and be like, Siri, or okay, Google, Callum McSwigan. It comes up, right? She Hopefully. W- maybe. I've never tried. Oh. I've never asked her to Google <gasps> we should, me. We should give it a go. Yeah, do it. Shows how like popular you are. <laughs> how many people have asked your name? Like, where can I find Callum McSwigan porn? Ooh, <laughs> porn hub. Porn porn hub. straight away <laughs> and if you want to hear more of Callum you can actually hear another one of our episodes with him it won't be quite as raunchy but it was just as good it yeah. was still fun it was still fun so yeah. much fun and we're doing it in front of a live audience so you can feel the tension <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the people leave the room yeah. when it gets inappropriate children crying <laughs> women screaming hysterically <laughs> please everyone subscribe to our podcast give us a rating and a review and you shall hear us next week Mm, share the shit out of us guys much love thanks for listening see you soon bye bye Bye. i did it again i (laughs) wave